You're now listening to the Something Good Podcast Network. Please press any key to continue. New chapter this morning in the battle against Ebola. Nickelback are back. The multi-platinum band has just announced a new album and a North American summer. Until you see the flaming butthole, you ain't seen nothing yet. Carl! Get out of my Applebee's. Carl, you ain't belonging here. See, this is Carl. Fi- see, this is fine dining tonight. This is fine dining. You see these chicken strips? <laughs> fine dining. See, it ain't just uh, all they, breadsticks this time. They ain't using vegetable oil. I heard they's using peanut oil. Peanut oil? You know what they say about peanut oil? It'll give you cancer. <laughs> well, goddamn, Terry. That's why it's so good. <laughs> because the government wants you to have cancer. I mean, that's why they've partnered with Applebee's well, God damn. and fried all their chicken strips and peanut oil. Didn't you know that's what's going on with McDonald's right yeah. now? and they're all in cahoots with the pharmaceutical cahoots? companies. I know it, man. They're trying to, they're trying to keep control of the population. That, trying this to needs to be part down. of the episode. We need to like start. Something good for you. Alright everybody and welcome to this week's edition of the Something Good For You podcast where the two of us sift through the bullshit to try to give you a little something good for you. I'm one of your two co-hosts Alex Stiff and sitting beside me as always is the one and only Captain Nunn. What's up y'all? And joining us for the first time in a while we got Mikey Black. Hi. <laughs> Hi. What's up? Yeah so so what, what were we going on What's earlier? Up? Like you... you you went on this whole thing about being Jim Bob and oh, Jim Jerry, fr- Jim Jerry, Jim Bean, and dry frying Jim shit and like peanut oil. Yeah, that's what Applebee's is doing. They're frying shit in peanut oil. Right. Do you want me to do the voice again? Well, you don't have to. Oh. But is this like something you read or? No, I was just riffing off the top of my head. Oh, yeah. I, th- I thought you were like bringing some news to us, I- and I'm like, all right, <laughs> Applebee's is now frying shit in peanut oil. Let's discuss. Now, now the shit with McDonald's and stuff I hear about all the time about how it's like they're trying to control the population by putting all this shit in our shitty fast food, man. Trying to trying to put shit in the shit. Yeah, man. That's where that E. coli came from, don't you know? It's like, Cap, that was 25 years ago. I don't care. <laughs> it came from Africa. They have McDonald's in Africa. <laughs> it is crazy, though. Like, there are a lot of like fast food myths that have even happened over like the last 10 years. Remember Pink Slime for the McDonald's chicken nuggets? No. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that what it is? No. It's not Pink Slime? No. What is it? It's fucking ground up pieces of chicken. Yeah, it's not ground chicken. Undercooked beef. But that it's they not put like fucking this burgers. fucking. They, they, the video that was shown looked like fucking like ice cream mix and shit. Like yeah. that's not what it looked like. Maybe if it's been sitting in a truck for like four weeks. No. <laughs> no, it, it seriously isn't even like that. And like even recently, uh, Subway was under fire because people oh, were trying to say. Fake tuna. Fake tuna. Oh, oh I didn't hear about this. I don't give a fuck. Subway sandwich tuna is awesome. <laughs> well, it's still shit. it was real tuna. Pickles, like they were able yeah. to figure it out. But like, uh, like, some apparently once fish is cooked, it's hard to like break down its DNA structure, so mm-hmm. it's hard to tell right if it's actually fish. I haven't been to a fucking Subway um, in so long. Though. There's more science behind it than that, but that's what I picked up from a podcast I listened to. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's how we get our information now. They're just they're uh, books. And now just regurgitating it on our, on our podcast. Yes, yeah, enjoy much. enjoy our uh, 
our uh, research. I didn't have to write great papers. I just had to have good sources. You know? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the grammar could speak all to hell, and as long as the fucking the, the source material is good, I promise. <laughs> I I did learn something. <laughs> something. I'm not quite sure what, but it was something. I didn't say I made the dean's list. <laughs> Oh God! It's good to have you back in here, Mikey. Yeah, it's, it's not been—it's been a while since we've been able to have just a laughing and just kind of hangout episode with all of us. And plus, we were actually kind of riffing on some new material already. We hadn't even released all our new songs, and we're already working on new shit. For some reason, like I get in fucking songwriting blocks where I just don't do shit. But then I'll have like a whole like creative spurt with like within a week or so, and then I'll mm-hmm. have like ideas ready to go i even have like some fucking heavy shit that wouldn't work for the fill-ins nice <laughs> kind of hashed out <laughs> no same thing kind of happens with me it was like um when we finally finished recording all that stuff uh with dan in atlanta um i guess i was just so mentally focused on like okay this last record kind of flopped due to covid you know and now this new material is going to kind of like lift up the old stuff so really we've got like an album and an ep's worth of material no one's really heard yet so i guess kind of in my head that's why i was kind of sitting here going i was like well i'm I'm good now but now seeing how the rest of this year is gone through it's like yeah um i was time to start writing some new shit again well the part fun part of it too is just kind of like uh since we don't have like a development team or anything like that we've just been doing it ourselves for like the past few years you know they have teams for that oh yeah yeah that's kind of what i almost took a job doing that last year actually developing Mm -hmm. with a team yep what are you developing uh songwriting tools for uh, artists and uh it's kind of like uh what they do in a and r offices and stuff like that where they're like uh or us uh, is that where they whisper sweet nothings into your ear yes and turn that fucking bass down or whatever the fuck <laughs> but yeah just kind of like songwriting ideas it's like back in the 70s and 60s they would have uh, they would develop artists you know album by album so are you songwriting or is that more producing a little bit of both oh. Like, but they merely merely just do like suggestions here and there, and uh, the producer does like well, I the. I think uh, you ought to shut the fuck up, Cap. Okay. Why'd you turn <laughs> that down? You just stand there and spat out ideas. That sounds awesome. But yes, but I, again, this is why I like doing this, uh, uh, doing the filling stuff too, because it's just it developed me as a uh, musician and uh, mm-hmm. writer along the way, and that's just been kind of the whole fun process for me on all this. It's like we found our sound and our vibe, and this thing like, now we're at the point where it's just like uh, we're kind of getting better at uh, the song crafting and all that too. You know, we're not just sitting here putting down three chords and just going, that's good enough. Yeah. That's how every band starts, though. Yeah. Like I said, I, I never say that to point at anyone. I am just as guilty of that shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you should have heard, like, the stinkers I wrote when I was, like, in college. <laughs> well, well, the sad thing is, is, like, all the stinkers I wrote, I kept just reimagining into songs you eventually heard on record. And now I'm just listening back to them going, why didn't I just let it die? <laughs> like what for example like stuff from the first album or like the um yeah first and second record there, there's certain stuff that i just kept rolling over and rolling over and it was just like eh, it, it would have been better if we had just not let's put shut the fuck up back in the set list no <laughs> i don't know why i got so sick of that song i got so fucking sick of I, that song yeah, that was just like only three chords but has and has a bitching guitar solo in the middle of it yeah and my it. argument to you mikey is like well Write another bitch and guitar solo and put it in another song. What? No, we have to do Shut the Fuck Up. Why? <laughs> I don't know, because well, it's a bad song. <laughs> <laughs> just, to re- just as a reminder. <laughs> yeah. Here's one off our first record. No! <laughs> I've been half tempted to actually like take it down. 
online and kind of just do like a little compilation. I mean, I'm kind of at the point at the headspace now where it's just like, as far as like the first like record, maybe the second record too, just mm-hmm. kind of, yeah, something like that. Cause I don't know. I don't the second one had some good songs though. So oh yeah. That's why I said a compilation. Yeah. Second one just had a lot of songs on it. I mean, technically we already re-recorded the ones that we wanted to. So it yeah. makes sense to just pull it off. <laughs> right. <laughs> who knows? If folks are listening, listen to that shit while you can before who knows what the Whoa. fuck happens oh. next year. Gone forever. Oh. Get those hipster killer streams up y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me them fractions of the penny boy. Mm-hmm. Is that, on, is any of that on Bandcamp? Uh, yeah, yeah. Everything's on Bandcamp. Okay, yeah. Listen to half of, uh, half a song on uh, <laughs> all of Hipster Killers. and uh, <laughs> I never checked how many hits we got this past Halloween season. Uh, honestly, Terror Time's kind of slowed down some. Oh, it, it's slowed down a little. It's been slowing down every year. So, you know, that's kind of to be expected. That, that was still just a random fluke on our end, though. Yeah, listeners, just play, keep playing Terror Time. Get, get it up to 10,000. That'd be fun. It's It'd at 82,000, dude. I mean, get it up to a hundred thousand. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and yeah. then we'll um, cap will suck your dick, <laughs> or eat your butt, or eat your butt. He'll eat your butt. I'll get to choose. <laughs> well, I mean, they might not have a dick, so oh, eat well, your butt. I'll just eat the butt then. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they get to choose. They get to choose. <laughs> I see it crafting in Mikey's said now the longer he just stares at the cap he's like yes yes, yes. This, this is how we take care of all our financial problems yes. so you wanna know how those uh, fucking vinyl that final was funded <laughs> alright he's our DD Ramon yep there you go <laughs> just turning those tricks man I just wanted a switchblade <laughs> what that's, that's what DD would do yeah he, he'd turn a few tricks and then fucking buy a Rolex and a switchblade oh well okay Rolex makes sense I was about to say like I mean sometimes he's gotta you know cut those uh, those crazy girlfriends that uh, were, would uh, hang out with him <laughs> was uh, the Connie store. I'm just thinking of like, oh, that God. one particular store that's in the documentary. And, like, I can barely remember that, but I know what you're talking about. You real motherfucking money? <laughs> Daddy want- needs a Rolex and a switchblade. <laughs> I watched the doc on uh, Iceberg Slim the other night. It was on uh, yeah. Amazon. And that's, uh, if you don't know the story of Iceberg Slim, he was a uh, pip that wrote uh, his stories. Oh, did Dave book. Chappelle yeah. have a whole Dave bit Chappelle about it? Dave Chappelle had a whole bit about it. And uh, I just kind of stumbled upon it on Amazon and just went, nah, why not? Something different to check out that's, you know, quote unquote, maybe true crime related. I know nothing about the background on this guy. Mm-hmm. True crime. But uh, Ice T's in it. It's, it's a weird uh, foray of like celebrity uh, cameos and interviews where they talk to Ice T. Uh, who loved the book, of course, and Snoop Dogg loved the book, loved the book, of course, and then it's like mostly rappers, but then Henry Rollins pops up. What? <laughs> so it's brutal, it's cutting edge, it's a story about a man down in his luck in the 40s. <laughs> Henry Rollins and fucking Dave Grohl, they will show up in every fucking music documentary it. talking head thing. Only, only if it's rock, though, and Tom Morello, too. He's in every fucking thing, too. Yeah, he's getting there. Tom's getting there. But who's left in that, you know, celebrity, you know, rock uh, category of, you know, um, public figures like that? Eddie know. Trunk. Eh. Eddie's, I guess that's more niche. Yeah. He's very niche. He's, uh, he talks to that uh, hair metal crowd more than anything. I was going to say, people still like Iggy Pop. Yeah, Iggy Pop's up there. He kind of gets involved with uh, more, conti- like, uh, you know, present day contemporaries. Mm-hmm. Well, now that I think about it, Queens of the Stone Age is kind of getting up up, up there too. But uh, Iggy Pop kind of hangs with the cool kids still. It is weird to think about how much of that shit is climbing up in age when it just felt like 
yesterday it was brand new Dude, emo is about to become retro and i am Whoa. not excited about it nah, me neither does that mean it's going to be cool again like, probably as mikey gets a little twinkle in his <laughs> eye <laughs> everything becomes cool again i mean new metal was cool again for a minute gonna go start me a pop punk band yeah <laughs> get you some emo bitches yeah. uh-huh. you want to make some real motherfucking money <laughs> Okay. Uh, Mikey, Mikey the goth pimp. <laughs> gonna start. I'm doing account management on OnlyFans. <laughs> rain, rain, you gotta boost up these numbers. Show a little titty. Show a little titty. <laughs> They're not happy with the underboob or the side boob anymore. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta lift it up. <laughs> I don't like the lighting in here. Let's make it a little bit more purple. <laughs> yes. Golly. This is what we'd be doing if we didn't have a podcast or a band. <laughs> you God. know, there's probably OnlyFans account managers out there. Oh like, yeah, there's probably girls that just or guys that just provide the content and then send it off, and then someone else is. Mm-hmm. They respond to messages, that yeah, all that probably. shit. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You think all those girls are responding to those horny ass messages oh, dudes are sending? No. Fuck no. no. Especially if it's like a semi, like a you know B or D, like a B or C grade, you know, porn star or something. They'll have OnlyFans. Oh yeah, for sure. That's and it's like a dude, management team or something. Oh yeah, and I'm sitting here going, it's like it's like sign up today and you know get exclusive access to be able to talk to me whenever you want. And I'm like, yeah, your manager named John. Yeah. <laughs> all the shits. Like pre-recorded or something like that. Oh, I don't, you're asking me oh, like yes, I signed I up. Like I don't that. know, Timmy. <laughs> Timmy, that's. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not even that. Like they'll promote like sexting, not even like phone sex or something. They'll promote sexting, and it's just like you're just sending messages. It could be anyone on the other fucking side of this thing. It's like the glory. That's what makes it fun, man. It's like the glory hole of fucking <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, digital yeah. communication. A little bit. It's like a digital glory hole. <laughs> hardcore gays, son. <laughs> I remember reading something about how uh, musicians were trying to use it, saying like, we could use this as a platform for our music, man. And I'm sitting here reading it going like, that's not oh, what people yeah, use this thing for. I saw a band for. on fucking Tinder one time. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? They were like, they Literally, the bio is just like, we're just using this to promote our page. I'm like, get the fuck out. Really? <laughs> Tinder? Well, and the thing is, for you to see it, they had to sign up and select that they were a girl, so that would get guys. Oh, it was an all-girl band, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't have been too mad, then. Yeah. If it was just a bunch of fucking bobs popping oh. up on my Tinder, I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. Get out of here, Bob. <laughs> what if the band's songs were only songs about Tinder? Um. Okay. I'm just saying. Well, that would be a very stupid fucking It would band. be very fucking stupid. Maybe an easy paycheck from Tinder. I don't know. I'm just Probably spitballing. Not. <laughs> I don't know how this works. Now I know why you didn't get that job. <laughs> Man, what if y'all were like a band that only wrote songs about Tinder? You could have a song called Swipe Left. You could have another they song called call Swipe Love Right. Love Me True, Love Me Tinder. God damn it. Three ninety nine for a super swipe. It only costs three ninety nine for a super swipe. There you go, you're See, man, y'all like look, it's it's a million dollar idea. I'm just giving it to you. I'm just giving it to you. Now somebody's gonna take it or run with it. Y'all better give me a commission. Oh shit. <laughs> I forgot about my drink. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, you've got a drink too. I can smell that over here too. Is that my whiskey? 
I thought it was Chris's whiskey. No, that's well. Chris bought it for me for my birthday. So, oh, happy birthday! <laughs> Thank you. It was, about, it was about a month and a half ago. Oh yeah. Well, then that's that's your fault. <laughs> I know, I thought about making myself glass, but I already like took a hit and I'm good. No, I hardly ever drink in the house or you know or anything like that anyway. Don't drink in the house, motherfucker. Yeah, what are you doing outside? Don't. It's 30 degrees. <laughs> Fuck beer. you. <laughs> Been a long day. Yeah. Leave me alone. <laughs> they didn't I like my idea. I tried to pitch it to Tinder. <laughs> I emailed them and everything. You know what, man? They said we're going to have to swipe left on that. <laughs> it was a big yeah, no, old, so you, you just don't really X. drink by yourself anymore, is what no, you're saying. No, not really. Yeah, very social. Very social drinker at this point. I don't know. I've, I've slowly started wrapping back drinking into the lexicon for me I'm, i was okay with it because we talked about it a little bit on uh, last week's episode with uh russ with the uh no time to turn kiss cruise po- crossover but it's like mm-hmm. i didn't think we would be able to get weed on the ship because like i was like reading this shit beforehand and it was like don't even bring cbd like they were like that fucking like not even like the not even the cruise ship website like reddit posts and like yahoo answers and like places where people as a community will come together to go calm the fuck down you're fine or either yo you're gonna get fucked and everyone was like you know no this is like one of the worst times to try to sneak something in don't even bring cbd if you've got e-liquid just bring it like it's just you know make sure it's all you know well documented that it's nicotine based and this that and the other like they are like super hardcore on it they'll put you in that fucking room where they fucking uh, keep the fake uh, COVID yeah, cards yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. ship your ass to Guantanamo or some shit <laughs> so it's like I didn't think I'd be able to get any weed on the ship so like for a few weeks before I was like well if I'm, I want to have a good time on this ship. I'm, I don't want to be sober the entire fucking time because there were entire days where Tuck didn't have anything to do and, you know, we weren't having to be anywhere. So it's like there was nothing on the docket. So I didn't have anything to really worry about. So I'm just like, fuck it. This is like literally a free day for me. I get to do whatever I want whenever I want, you know, and just fucking hang out and do shit. Hell yeah. If you shit your pants, the ocean's right there. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. And, well, I found out night one that apparently I can deal with basically having just a couple beers uh once a weekend leading up to it for about two weekends straight and then once i was on the boat nigel fucking pours this like shots of tequila and it's like and i had a few beers and shit that night and it's like woke up the next day was perfectly fucking fine no seasick no hangover Mm -hmm. nothing and i'm sitting here going i'm like really i was able to do shots of tequila and some beers and i was fine okay you feel good well I, i felt fine in the moment i never felt sick you know, I, I felt it hit me, you know, like, not, but not like, oh my God, I can't stand. It was like that and two beers put me on a good path for the night. And I was able to just kind of rock it like that. Yeah. I don't, I don't like getting drunk anymore. Like I'll have like uh, maybe three or four beers and I'm good if I'm like out, out, you know. And honestly, like when I came back home, um, I still didn't have any like tanks or weed or anything. So it's like I walked down to 7-Eleven and I picked up some Angry Orchard. And it's like, and now I'm figuring out that like. If I'm going to drink, I want it to be tasty. I'm not going to be like a beer drinker again. I'm kind of on that cider kick, too, because mm-hmm. a girl I'm dating, she's uh, she has to have like gluten-free shit, so right. there's a lot of cider around, mm-hmm. and uh, I have my ciders that I, that I like now. And and the shit's I didn't know real- ciders were gluten-free. Yeah. Yep. How do they make cider? 
I have no idea, oh. but you know. Well, I mean, I, I would assume just kind of similar to a standard apple cider, but enough fermentation causes. True, kind of like wine. alcoholic content. I guess, yeah. This is just an idiot speaking out of his ass that hasn't drank in like the last, you know, seven to eight years. So who the fuck knows? Well, someone in the comment section, please tell us how you make cider. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. But no, that, but that's kind of what I figured out because it's like I was, I was had to because I wasn't going to buy beers on that fucking cruise. It's like I was only going to get alcoholic beverages that were like given to me or I could grab for free. So it's like I had to choke down a lot of buds and Bud Lights, and I'm sitting there going, I'm like, yeah. I don't miss this. Mm-mm. And then like You weren't refreshed? No, no, <laughs> not in the slightest. I hate Bud Light, dude. It makes me feel like I'm just drinking Yeah, I drink Coors Light, man. It's like oh, they didn't even it's like that licking up. the Rocky Mountains. It was literally Bud or Bud Light and then <laughs> hey, like yeah, and then one <laughs> night in the uh the lounge area they actually put out some additional bottles of like vodka, tequila, rum, this that, and the other, and they put like some other like IPAs in there. <clears throat> I remember I was hanging out with Steve O long ass time ago. And uh, his friend, I forget her name, but she was saying that Bud Light tasted like hot dog water. <laughs> yeah. We were both drunk on Bud Light. I'm like, we're like, what the fuck are you talking about hot dog water? Like, <laughs> this is the dumbest shit we've oh, ever it's heard. The, it's the water. And, that... <laughs> yeah, I know what she meant, but yeah. we were like, why do you even know what the fuck that tastes like? Well, it's that whole but, classic <laughs> argument of like, how do you know what shit tastes oh, yeah. like? Have you ever tasted yeah, it? Yeah, but Beer's anyways, just, so I, the past maybe two years, I've stuck to mainly whiskey and then corona if i'm gonna drink beer yeah and yeah, then maybe yeah. a couple of weeks ago i had a bud light and i was like holy shit this tastes like hot dog <laughs> <laughs> it really it's does because it's like that was the first beer i grabbed after it was like night two or something i grabbed that one and it's like i took a sip and i was like god I really used to like the taste of beer. Like I was using that like again as my barometer of beer taste. I was like, I used to like this shit. And it's like, and I choked it down and I was just like, fuck it, regular bud. I cracked that open. I was like, oh, the bud heavy. Uh huh. I was like, okay, this still tastes like shit, but okay. Yeah. Like bud light is, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, this still mm-hmm. tastes like crap, but this is at least a little bit bolder. Scudweiser. And, and then I found an IPA hidden in the bottom and I tasted that and I was like, okay. That's that's what I remember because even when I did drink, I was a beer snob. The only regular beer oh, I would drink, Yangling. We got. I love Yangling. Yangling. Oh yeah, we did. <laughs> Fuck. Most beer inherently just does not taste good anyway. It's like why um, everybody acquires a taste for it. Dude, I will go bananas over some like girly sour ales. That's my shit. I don't like sour though. Oh, I just man. don't like sour stuff. Like the fruity like. I want to try. Sour. I, I want to. There's a Jay and Silent Bob cherry sour oh. ale. Nice. Mm-hmm. Can you buy it online? Yes, you can. Nice. But no, I, I see, and that's kind of the thing too. Is like, and the reason I picked up the ciders is again, it's like it's becoming fall. You're just getting a little cooler mm-hmm. out, and it's like I really do like apple cider during the holidays. So I was just like, okay, well, if I'm, you know, this isn't like shots of shit. So it's like I now just keep a little six pack of the ciders in there because that's the only thing I think I'll wind up drinking by myself, only because it just it tastes good, and I don't get so drunk off of it. It's like just have the one. It's the nice little treat. Yeah, kind of hits you like the, like. Okay, now I'll just watch a little TV, go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> I just have my like my go to like Miller Lite more than anything these days. So I'm going to drink beer out or whatever. And uh, but then yeah, like you said, if anything else, it, it better taste good, like a cider or mm-hmm. even like I like tequila a lot though. If somebody's like, take, I found me- out I like tequila. I thought I didn't. I love tequila, but it's like after I had those couple shots, I was like, oh. I don't mind tequila. Okay. I, will, I, will, I, will. I just always heard so many fucking horror stories about tequila. I think I honestly just kind of stayed away from it. It's probably good tequila, too, because a lot of the 
bottom shelf that probably you and I would typically buy. Mm-hmm. Like even the twenty thirty dollar stuff is no, dude. Hit this, or miss. this stuff was smooth. It didn't feel like I was ready to breathe fire yeah. afterward or anything. It's like they served it up in a little shot glass, gave a little slice of lemon with or um, lime rather, <clears throat> get a little slice of lime, and yeah, it's like it look. It looked like a lot. Either I'm not used to my shots or it's a double. <laughs> but it's like it looked like a lot. And like everyone just like cheers and just fucking knocked it back. And like in the back of my head I went, Don't be a bitch. <laughs> it was like, Pop, bang. It was like, all right. And then like I just kind of stood there for a second before I had the lime. I just kind of stood there just being like, Okay, how do I feel? How do I feel? The warmth? Okay. I don't feel queasy. Oh. Well, that's got a nice smooth aftertaste. Heart mm-hmm. bit the lime and I was like, oh, all right. That's that good. That, that, that was the good shit. I get, that, <laughs> I get that happy buzz after a tequila shot. Mm-hmm. Now, if I get a whiskey shot, it's like, all right, give me a couple seconds. All right, I'm good now. We're just like, ugh. Oh, like whiskey just, shots that you mm-hmm. weird. Yeah, they just hit me. I don't notice the difference between any alcohol. What's that? I don't get, I don't get any difference between any alcohol that I take oh, shots I do. of or drink or the i i just dis- the same I it's dis- either beer drunk and i'm throwing up or it's any other liquor drunk and i'm feeling awesome yeah mm, okay. no for for me even even if i do slowly incorporate a little bit more drinking into my life i am still staying away from two things that no matter what combination and when i had it in the evening it would always fuck me up vodka and jaeger Ugh. I can't do either of those because vodka was the one that sent my ass into oblivion at Steven's uh, graduation party. And then that's also what sent my ass into oblivion running upstairs, puking all over mom after that dirtbag love affair show in <laughs> Roanoke, Virginia. <laughs> and I, I, I can remember like small other little things that like vodka wound up being part of it. And I'm like, yeah, that wasn't a fun night. I never got into Jägermeister. And then when Jäger bombs with Red Bull became a thing, mm-hmm. I was just like, why? <laughs> Dude, hey. It's like drinking gasoline. <laughs> it's awesome, man. I love Jäger bombs. That just made me feel like, and there were, there were a couple nights where I, you know, would do Jäger bombs with my friends bomb. and shit and just feel like absolute trash the next day. Too. Yeah, you're going to feel like trash the next it's day. It's like, but... hey, you want to feel like shit tomorrow, don't you? Here's a fucking Jäger bomb. <laughs> oh, you can't have just one. <laughs> Man, I still remember uh, right after my 21st birthday, uh, Lisa Barr, who still ran Tremont Music Hall at the time, um, I went in there and she was like, oh my God, last weekend was your birthday, wasn't it? I was like, it was. She goes, all right, free drink on the house for me since you can find." And she got like winked at me. She's like, now that you can finally drink at Tremont. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, um, and she's like, what do you want? And I was like, I don't know. Surprise me. And I'm sure I can find it elsewhere. But like she called it like a cherry cheer wine. And then, like it was like as red as this goddamn cup, dude. I mean, it was like neon red, but it tasted fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, and I remember coming back up to her, I was like, "Can you make me like two more of those?" <laughs> Meanwhile, you're just like triple fisting. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> like this is good. <laughs> so no, I'm I'm absolutely gonna be a bitch. It's gonna be like tequila and seltzer water shit or like ciders Ooh, apple teeny <laughs> yeah oh yeah i don't give a I fuck. fuck up a margarita don't dude, do dude, margaritas is a mess. fruit in it and i will dress date. it up little fucking umbrellas and shit i'm for it mm-hmm. do a little day <laughs> drinking with it speaking yeah. of you know what we ought to do again the three of us take a beach trip again i'm fucking down because we've done little band trips before and everything, and I guess we can we can include DJ we, if we yeah. want. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I guess he can come along. DJ's listening, it's going like, Aw. but no, He's seriously, like like some of the funnest memories I've had 
was our beach trips as a band. Just kind of like, you know, just running down there, just having fun for a weekend or a few days and then coming back. That was always like super fun shit. We've not done that. I just had the one. Forever. I just had the one and we definitely need to. Yeah, yeah, because you did the one, and then we tried to make it where everyone could go again, but then Matt didn't go, you couldn't go, and then it wound up being like, it was you, me, it was, well, me, Mikey, Lily, my ex, was that it? That was it. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, it wound up just being that, (laughs) you, me, Lily, and my ex. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely want to do a beach trip next year. I haven't been to a beach period in a hot minute and dude after coming back from that cruise and shit it's like it reminded me how much i do love the beach it's like i love the sand and the ocean the sounds the smells everything seafood i just i fucking love the beach it's like i like the beach for a lot of reasons i like the mountains for a lot of reasons but i couldn't live in the mountains and i don't know if i could live in a beach depends on uh, where the hurricanes are <laughs> you know if there's a hurricane or not there probably wouldn't be well there's still the stormy weather on a beach a little still. wind cap a little wind, a little wind. That those tropical storms and I was shit. I gonna say, well, when you're built like the two of us, a little gust of wind will blow our exactly. skinny asses away. <laughs> so I mean, you you got some heft. Cap and I are like fucking two pieces of tissue paper. <laughs> Mike's just like in front of the fucking winds, going like, <laughs> stay indoors. I mean, <laughs> forge your windows, all that shit. I don't know. I couldn't. I definitely couldn't live at Myrtle Beach, hmm. north or south. I definitely couldn't do that. And the reason being. Is like, okay, so think about like the trips we did take. Anytime we wanted to go to any sort of normal civilization that didn't feel like you're walking into a beaches or a dolphins or something like that, you had to drive like 30 minutes out. Mm-hmm. And then you started getting like regular grocery stores. You had to drive, I mean, not that I'm a mall rat or nothing, but you still had to drive an hour to get to the mall. Depending on what part, North Myrtle Beach, the mall's right there. Right, but I'm saying... And I would, Walmart. But then you're also living still right at the beginning of all that, because you've got the pawn shop, big-ass thing. I mean, it's still very touristy over there. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's like, you know, just to get anywhere with, like, standard civilization that isn't kind of touristy <laughs> just feels so far and away. And plus, on the off-season, there is nothing to do in those towns. Like, everything shuts the fuck down. That'd be fun, though. Imagine... It'd be fun. Have everything shut the fuck down. Oh, yeah. Myrtle Beach? Fuck yeah. No tourists, no nothing like that. Although, you still got the Myrtle Beach locals. Does, we just yeah. need to secure an RV. That would be the way to do it. I don't know. Who has um, an RV? I... One of my huh? other exes, Allie. Um, I don't care if I see her wrong. I'm fine. She's fine. Um, we stopped at a friend of hers uh, that had a trailer. Like, on just a trailer park and shit. That sucks. Those those trailers do not keep in heat at all, the, mm. or keep in cool. <laughs> because yeah. it's like we went when it was like right in the tail end of fall. We went like around late September, October, and it was really fucking cold, dude. It's like we had the heat cranked up all the way in that bitch, and it was still freezing. We stayed in a trailer when Courtney had a house down there, and it was cool. Yeah, in the summertime. So maybe it's just a bad it's trailer. timeshare. Fuck it. Let's yeah. Let's all get a time. Here. I know folks that do that with mountain homes Someone and shit call like it that. Blue green. So so explain to me how is that such a scam? I've never even like looked into it, but everyone I hear talks about how timeshares are basically a fucking scam, but everyone still signs on to them. I don't think it's a scam. So so explain it some. Oh geez, I'll try. Um, essentially, I'll just explain blue green because it's the only one I know. You buy like packages so like every year you spend x amount of dollars like let's say two grand 
and that gives you a certain amount of points every year and then you can use those points to book nights or days whatever at their different resorts okay and then the more points you have like obviously the longer you can stay and then there's different tiers based on how many points so like but the only way you get points is by paying into it yeah that's where I feel like it's the scam because you could be paying into it for like three to four years and then only get like a couple nights out of it well if you're not going to use it then it's well if you want to use it though if like, you want to use it, yeah. Yeah, I but, mean, but but like say, okay, say, you know, I have to pay into it two grand a year, yeah. you know, and I want to go use it, but like it's taken three years for well, me putting no. the 2K in to get up enough points to even stay a weekend. No, so like, let's say you pay two grand and you just pay that. And then mm. after that, you don't keep putting in that. That gives you the points and then you just pay maintenance fees on that, which is like probably a couple hundred bucks a year. Right, but then and you then, still don't get to use it as much though that's why i was saying it just feels like you have to pay into it constantly just to get a little bit of time restart every year so every year you get those points back so let's say you pay two grand that gives you four thousand points i thought it was like a rollover thing where you had to save up enough points throughout the years to be able to use your timeshare no i guess it depends on the company you're going through but i don't know i think it's cool if you're actually going to use it but yeah the only people that use it are old people that are retired because they're yeah. really ones that can afford to take off and go on vacation <laughs> to make it worth their while that's what they do with the building when uh, nobody's there they just rent someone it else rents it out someone else rents it out like some of them are like actual blue green resorts and then some of them are other hotels and resorts that blue green mm-hmm. has connections with and okay you can use your like membership perks will give you discounts at other places too so like you could get a dope ass like sweet that's normally like two grand a night for like 800 which i mean it's still a lot of money to me but yeah if you're balling then that's a fucking steal well see and here's the thing and a slight correction to uh last week's episode when we were talking about kiss cruise prices um because russ was asking he's like how much are those cabins and i was saying like you know i think like even pre-sales are like seven and eight hundred but after the fact it's well over a grand for a cabin i was way off it starts at a thousand goes up to 10k oh yeah no for the cruise so you're spending a minimum of a thousand bucks on this cabin but you get so many kiss concerts two well three yeah but actually no two because if you just pay to get on, you have to pick night one or night two shows. But you're still going on a cruise, so it's all the other perks that come with going on a cruise, like right? The but buffet and the parties and the that's ten grand. Though, yeah, but like. you still have to pay for all your drinks. Well, yeah, but I bet ten grand's the fucking like luxury suites like this. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I guarantee you, you know the the cabins that you know the artists had mm. were probably like in the low grand and two grand ones depending on you know how many people were staying in them <clears throat> so no I'm, I'm sure that we got the low end tier small cabins and yeah that was the thing too is like when i got in there i was like oh, okay yeah cool whatever i got like a little bunk bed on the wall you know and ricky has like the main bed and i was like oh, that's fucking fine it keeps me by myself you know i get to keep my own little area i like it took it first felt bed he's like dude ricky put you up there i was like no i wanted to be up there <laughs> i was like I, so I have like my own little space up away from everything i like this i feel like hawkeye <laughs> did they do the cruise when uh, gene was doing the vault experiences yeah uh yeah they did a few uh not on this cruise uh but in past cruises uh when that was the new thing he was doing vault experiences on there 
I just picture him just like walking around with his shitty acoustic guitar, just like greeting people in their rooms. This is the ten thousand k, the ten k uh, package where Gene Simmons <laughs> yeah. just greets you every morning with you know the fucking uh, my uncle, uh, my uncle's raft or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> I watched a video of him playing those. Like I found a random ass uh, vault experience. I yep. was in high quality where he has just this dusty ass fucking shitty acoustic guitar. And this, yeah, I think I know the one you're talking about too. And yeah, that's uh that was whatever acoustic the studio had. Yeah, and it's just like his fingers are like fat so he can barely play it. Yeah. <laughs> it's <was> pretty awful. He's <laughs> <laughs> got that big old like raccoon on top of his head and <laughs> That's what it is. It looks like a raccoon with a ball cap on top. Been doing research for no time to turn, and that's been my shit. Just going down, just rat finding just random shit like that on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, Craig Gas was still funny too. I don't think we talked about him much last week, but now, <clears throat> now it was still funny. But the thing is, is like it's it's so hard for me to recommend it because of how expensive it is. I wouldn't do it, not for ten thousand. Well, even for a grand, that still feels like a lot. You're you're jumping to the highest here, brother. Let's well, still keep it like at a couple grand prices. Like, what? What are most cruise prices like? I don't know, but if that's most cruise prices, ah, that's a tough pill to swallow, dude. That's why I don't go on cruises. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of like my Apple Watch. The reason I'm happy with my Apple Watch is because I got to just like pay it off in like ten dollar increments on my phone bill. If I had paid full price up front for that thing, I would have hated it. But for the fact I basically got it for quote unquote free, and I just slowly paid it off over the last two years on my phone bill, I loved it. Because there was like no connection of dropping a lot of money, but no, if if I had paid paid for that thing full price, eh. you don't even yeah. get Sebastian Bach. That's why this Guitar Center uh, credit card I recently got is a very dangerous thing for oh, me. Oh no! Yeah. Tell us about that. Um, well, I got a new guitar, as you guys saw. Mm-hmm. I love it and I hate it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I walked. Why do you in. hate it? Because it's fucking hard, man. It's seven, it's strings. seven strings. It's so weird. <laughs> it's just one extra string, dude. Yeah, but the it's neck, just one extra. The neck is so fat, but it makes the six string look small. And it, no, I feel no like doubt. I'm getting better on a six string after I come off the seven string. So All there's right. that. And then Chick-fil-A sandwiches feel smaller in your hand <laughs> after you've been playing upstairs for two hours. And then your girlfriend brings home Chick-fil-A and you're like, did they make these sandwiches smaller? <laughs> did my hands get bigger? <laughs> Oh, actually, not to totally trail off too far. If you go to Jack in the Box, get their new chicken sandwich. Okay. That thing is fucking huge. Is it crispy? Oh, yeah. It's a crispy chicken sandwich. And, dude, this thing, like, I ordered it the other night just for the hell of it. And it's like, it came in. And it's like, and I ordered a regular burger with it, too, because I'm used to Jack in the Box burgers not being, like, huge, but okay size. So it's like, I got a burger and that chicken sandwich. I wish I had opened the chicken sandwich first. Cause it's like I f- polished off the burger in like three bites. And then I opened up the sa- chicken sandwich and it's like the size of my fucking head. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, I can have like four bites of this and I can't eat the rest of it. Get you a seven string. <laughs> Solve all your problems. Yeah, man. It makes life great. Had that five string for about a week and that was a whole, uh, it wasn't five the, string. Yeah. The five string oh, base for yeah. like for, uh, for a uh, one string. First show I did the other day, and I only used it for like maybe two fucking songs, but that, that thing probably fucking only one fat note. too. Just one string. <laughs> Basically, Brown yeah. Note. Basically. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, that thing was heavy too, but I wouldn't get one. I have no, no other uh, group that I would need it for. And I played, uh, they brought it out the other night for a set we did at uh, Hogtails, and. 
Hogtails. Yeah, fucking you played played the Hogtails. There. Yeah, fucking. Yeah, Where'd you play? Who'd you play with? This group called uh, Revelry Soul. This uh, it was the second show I did with them. They do like blues rock kind of stuff, Hell and yeah. they needed a guy for like some uh, dates throughout the rest of the year. How was that crowd versus the crowd we had, dude? They're fucking. Uh, they had a regular that died, and uh, we got there as they were kind of you know uh, getting together and taking pictures and kind of you know oh, getting shit. together like uh, after the funeral. And then after they had a few beers in them, they went to the family's house afterwards. Mm-hmm. So basically, we lost the fucking uh, regular crowd and played Ouch. to like the fucking bartender, like maybe five other folks. Damn. Yeah. Well, it's extenuating circumstances, but still, yeah. damn. It was a money gig, so damn. I wouldn't. Uh, I wasn't too mad about it. Nah. And then like so, like by the end of it, uh, everybody we're playing to the fucking bartender with like thirty minutes left, and we're like. Y'all just want to fuck around? I was like, all right. Then, <laughs> I think you're about to be just, y'all just want to fuck? Y'all just want to fuck? <laughs> <laughs> y'all heard I'm eating ass, right? <laughs> Dude, oh, man. The fucking bartender that was there would have lost her shit. <laughs> like, this is like, because... All you in remember, your mouth? If y'all started fucking, yeah. I think anyone would Anyone would. I guess you're right. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, more like, oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> my God, baby. You guys were bad ass. <laughs> Especially in that dude's ass. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we started playing around you with... You got smooth uh, ass, boy. <laughs> we started, like, we figured out Purple Rain just, like, you know, for the fuck of it. None of us, had, we hadn't played it. Every we don't practice Every band you either. play in wants to play Purple Rain. Yeah, no shit. Why don't we do Purple Rain? <laughs> I want to do Purple Rain. I like Purple Rain. I just don't want to cover it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't like Purple Rain. <gasps> oh, boo! You're fired. Boo! you boo! <laughs> but no, it was just uh, we. The bass was brought out, but nobody had an extra strap for it, so I just played my regular four string for the other two you songs. They found just that, that, that whole story just to tell us you didn't even use the bass. I had to, fin- I had to say <laughs> I'll have to come back to why I brought it up in the first place. <laughs> You couldn't just take the strap off the other one? No, it's like locked in. You couldn't mm-hmm. sit down? <laughs> I guess. I mean, there's no one there. What the fuck? Yeah, no <laughs> shit. <laughs> Jesus, I would have sat down. Like, he's like, the fuck are you the doing? What the fuck are you doing? You got a butt for a reason. No, we don't. <laughs> so why wouldn't you use a five string? Exactly. <laughs> My brother had a six string. <laughs> And that was like the most random shit. I know. Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> My brother had a six string. <laughs> but it was not a guitar. <laughs> yeah, it was. He played till everybody left the room. <laughs> I don't know. This is why I don't write songs for Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. No, I, I know it's going to be a little bit outdated by the time this episode comes out because we recorded a couple of these back to back. But, um,. Let's talk about Astral World a minute. That shit yeah. was crazy. So I just know that it was, you know, based, uh, that kids got stra- uh, trampled to death. It was like eight that died, right? No, they got strangled. I didn't say strangled. You did almost I say said strangled. strangled. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least it felt We're like We're not making fun of this, guys. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I caught it early in the day, and the there was like some like you know wcbd news 7 channel whatever that was doing a live facebook stream and like dude you know like the um the metal detectors you know you gotta stand you know stick your arms out pat down all right now go go have fun you crazy kids dude they 
bum rush that thing, like knocking the shit down, people getting trampled. And this is like just the opening of it. And like motherfuckers are jumping over the fence. I mean, it became like bedlam for like an hour. <laughs> so what is Astro World or what was Astro World? Astro World um, is a music festival uh, put on by this uh, rap artist, Travis Scott. Uh, he was a, uh, and he's a Texas native guy, and like Astro World used to be like this really big famous amusement park in Texas. Okay, and the place in which the fairgrounds were is now just an empty plot of land. So a couple of years ago, he held a music festival called Astro World, where he rented up like you know a few amusement park rides, you know, put it out there, but you know, just did a huge rap music festival, you know, in celebration of this old. It'd be like if Carowinds went away. Right. We had big fuck you money and decided to do Carowinds Fest. You know, that, that's essentially the kind of mirror image of it. Okay, a lot of local talent stuff like that i'm not even necessarily local talent but like you know apparently i don't i'm not big in the rap community but like travis scott is big like I think he had the baby was there uh, okay drake got up on stage with him oh, okay so, so it's like i i don't i barely know anything but i know drake is big and if drake's getting on stage with him that means he must have clout so it's kind of a big deal yeah i thought he was fucking kids why is he still Oops. doing shows who drake I see you're you're going way further into shit. I know. R Kelly. No wait, R Kelly. Yeah, no, I just like just on people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can't hate on R Kelly for that. He was <laughs> he was asleep. He was having a dream. He was standing at the urinal. <laughs> Happens he, to the worst. Probably, yeah. probably singing it out loud too. Yeah, a little girl just happened to be standing there. <laughs> it happens, man. Not really a fuck R Kelly. Yeah, <laughs> but no. Um, I guess just up front. Um. I guess we do need to go ahead and clarify. It's like in, in no way, shape, or form are we saying that this is because it was a rap audience versus a metal audience. This shit can happen anywhere. It just and really, has. Uh huh. And it just looks like to me the layout is what, is what was the problem. So I can think of like larger events, um, and basically you have like this really long catwalk that kind of splits the two sides of the audience, and it usually is just a straight fucking line straight down the middle to wherever the artist is. That way the artist can either a get in that you know and interact with people up against the gate, but also prevents too much you know clustering. Yeah. Well, for some reason. This also had an additional section at the bottom. So as more people were trying to work their way into the center, so imagine your upside down T, as more people are coming in around this way, then crowd surges and pushing them backward, all of a sudden they are literally in a 90 degree angle corner getting squished with nowhere to go. And that's what was happening with a lot of shit. And I commented on someone's page, and to me it was an issue of vibe not genre because the overall vibe felt we're here to fuck some shit up kind of shit and you can get that vibe even in a metal show you mm -hmm. you i've walked into many a crowd at like a hardcore metal show and like you catch that vibe of ooh shit's gonna go down tonight especially like, the, like i can like you can almost like smell the testosterone kind of shit <laughs> in the air and you're just like oh yeah they're these motherfuckers are gonna throw the fuck down and not care who's in the way type shit i was catching a lot of vibes of that watching that show so it, it's just extremely unfortunate because it was billed as an all-ages event and Ooh. there were like kids that got trampled that are like still in the hospital and shit like that. And it seems to be 
The number one thing people are upset on, and I can't say either way, mainly because I feel like I know too much of the ins and outs of different music shit, and I've seen a bunch of people also kind of sitting in the middle on my Facebook that I've also had the same experiences I have, which is there's a shot with Travis kind of in a low point of the song. It's kind of, you know, just a you know, kind of low frequency shit. And he's doing the, yeah, yeah, letting the auto tune do it shit. And he's just kind of like slowly looking around. And in the video, you see him kind of like looking down. And as the camera pans down, someone's lifeless body is getting lifted up out of the crowd. He's passed out. Now you can't tell if someone's passed out or fucking dead, but people are saying that he saw it and didn't stop the show because the show still continued on for another 30 minutes after that specific video capture happened god damn and that like other people were like talking in his ear in ear saying shut the show down shut the show down this that and the other and no one was shutting it down so that seems to be where the main root of the problem is it isn't people really freaking out about so many casualties at a music festival it's the artist in charge either a saw what was happening and decided not to do anything or was being so ignorant to it. I mean, and some people are saying he couldn't see it. I don't know. And that's where I can't say for fact, because even though I've not played a venue that size, I have helped with stagehand shit with stages that size. And it is hard to see out there, especially with those really big lights. I don't know. It just also feels like where he was in relation to where the kid was getting lifted up and walked away. You, it feels like anyone could have seen it. And folks were telling him to stop, too, right? Supposedly. Okay. And like you, you saw some people come up on stage, like kind of tapping them, trying to say something. You can't hear what they're saying. But you see people come up on stage trying to tell them shit, and he's just like, anyway, yada, 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 yada. You had like people hopping up with like the, where the video guys are, telling like the video guy, you know, cut the feed, cut the feed, stop the show. You know, So there was a lot of people saying stop the show and no one was really reacting to it huh just makes me think of like the uh, woodstock 99 deal where they talked to limp biscuit about you know cutting their set because of you know people reacting to what they were doing and hurting people and everything too yeah and the thing is is he wasn't even being very i mean i think just part of his vibe it'd be it'd be like you know frowning at slayer for having fucking satanic undertones right. you know one of the things with this kid is you know fuck shit up he's you know he's a rowdy rapper you know oh, he's, okay. he's the kind of you know and the thing is is i'm watching it's the stage. Of biscuit was too exactly and like watching the stage show i mean dude had a production like I, again i'm not a fan of rap but like i'm watching like some of the, like the footage before you know shit went down and like Dude, like, talk about a fucking stage show. Fucking big-ass screens, fire blasting, you know, these beautiful lights. I mean, dude had it going. So it's like, I also get not wanting to stop that show. I don't know. It just feels like in those situations, you can't stop everything from happening. But maybe he just could have been a little bit more on it. Right. And I think that's where a lot of people are having problems. Yeah, it's interesting. It's like That's a lot of angles you can... Pull, that you can uh, take with him and, and all that too. Yeah. So I don't know. It's all speculation at this at this point right now. Yeah. And the thing that does annoy me though is everyone is like throwing that hardcore blanket of like this wouldn't have happened at a rock show. This wouldn't have happened at a metal That's show. Stupid. That's just stupid. And it's like it happened because of the vibes and the intention of the show. If the show starts out with people bum rushing, check. And like knocking down the metal detectors and, you know, already trampling people from that. 
you kind of know what you're getting into at that point. Yeah. So it's like it from the very start was a chaotic event. With it that, shouldn't have been an all ages event to begin with. Yeah, like, no kidding. That and see, I didn't think fuck? it was, but then some of the news I was seeing earlier today, because again, you watch two videos on YouTube, and all of a sudden you're <laughs> fucking related as every fucking update. So now I'm just like, well, I gotta know what's happened here. <laughs> but um. Unfortunately, there was a uh, father and his eight-year-old that were out at the event, and there was a crowd surge, and before he knew it, he had him up on his shoulders. Crowd surge happened. Kid gets yanked backward, turned around, can't find him. Eventually, the dad passes out from heat exhaustion and you know getting smacked around so much. He wakes up in a medic tent, doesn't even know where his fucking kid is. Jesus. The kid had already been rushed to the emergency room, and he is still in critical condition by the point we're recording this episode. Fuck. So it's just like, it it wasn't, so it wasn't even just a whole bunch of, you know, teens, 20s, and 30-year-olds acting a fool and, you know, bouncing themselves around. It's like, nah, there there were kids at this thing getting fucked up. And you get that many people that kind of uh, get that tribal fucking, you know, urge to Mm -hmm. destroy. And the thing is, is a lot of people are going, you know, uh, oh, it's not strictly the vibe. If you go watch some of those videos, there are a lot of people trying to help. Yeah, but you're also talking about 10 people in a little circle trying to help versus the hundreds of thousands that are fucking around you not paying attention and not calming down and not giving room for help. So it's like, yes, human decency is always going to kick in at some point in time, but that was not on the forefront of everyone's minds at that event. No. And I take it, I don't know anything about Travis Scott's music or anything like that, so it's pretty aggressive, I take it, if he's talking about fuck shit up, fuck shit up. Oh, yeah. I, just, I think that was his number one hit. Okay. I don't I don't know it or have heard it, so I'm old. Mikey's full <laughs> of shit right now. He just said that. Oh, he's not even keeping his face together. <laughs> but no, just from what I'm able to understand, I mean, I can't say anything on his talent. I mean, I've seen like maybe a minute and a half of his entire thing. Like half of it was go, go, go. Right. With like you know, the I'm high on cocaine. <laughs> yeah, with like you know the big booming you know tracks in the background with like the fire and him jumping around stage. So it's like that was that was the vibe I got, which was you know a bunch of fire and you know hardcore looking shit on stage, and he's saying you know fuck shit up and go go go. People that are fucking in that shit, they'll fucking listen. <laughs> and as a promoter, you just kind of got to know what you're getting into uh, audience wise too, and you know kind of see what their demographic is and. Although, I guess he would be the promo- his own promoter. He though, was the he? promoter. Okay, so. it's his event. He was the headline. Mm, all right, then. So yeah, he has a him. record called Astro World. Okay, and, he, and then he, he's built like this whole like you know festival thing around a tribute to you know that that old theme park that's no longer there. Okay. And the thing was is like I was looking up videos from the year before. I keep wanting to say last year, but nothing happened last year. But from the year before, it was a total fine event. Like, it looked like, you know, there was, of course, you know, a little bit of rowdiness, of course. It's a fucking music festival. You're going to get some shit that, you know, is get a little fucked up. But, yeah. like, festivals watch, are just weird like that. Yeah. But, like, watching news coverage from a couple of years ago during the first one, I mean, there's, like, news reporters out there going, We're standing here live at Astro World. We're just having such a great time. It's such a yada, yada, yada. And then they're, like, clipping to, like, all these rap artists, you know, pumping up the crowd and shit. It's like, it's like they had it a year before and it was totally fine. Just for some reason, this year just set something off in these kids. I guess. I mean, yeah, like you were talking about, it's a vibe, and just that many people with the vibe, too. Just collect mm-hmm. a hive mind of just destruction. Hey, there's a metal album title for you. Hive mind of destruction. <laughs> but like no. Like, I got a lot now. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
but no, that's no, that's terrible. And uh, I'm sure we'll uh, I'll keep up with that a little bit too. Yeah, because again, it is just so crazy that you know, as soon as we get the chance to kind of like get back in the world do some shit again this happens and yeah. it's like come on y'all <laughs> we have not had a big festival and it'd be all peachy keen that way hopefully we could get some more festivals <laughs> he just needs to do his layout of his um you know his campgrounds better i guess yeah like i said i i know nothing of like layouts and shit i don't know what's supposed to be professional and what's supposed to be there and not there i'm just looking at what i saw in the videos and it just it seemed like there were certain barricades that if had been moved in a better spot you wouldn't have gotten so many people trampled and crushed during sets yeah mikey didn't you say you had some thoughts on it before we started rolling well yeah but then someone said we were taking it serious <laughs> we're dealing with death Mikey. this isn't the time to make jokes it's not jokes i'm just asking you to put on your tinfoil hats for two minutes okay oh what is it <laughs> no it's no no, no i know where you're going what is well, it i thought of a new one while we were talking about it <laughs> okay go ahead we got two what if what if this was staged so they would keep us away All from right, concerts Alex and Jones. events <laughs> and they just had a bunch of paid um what are the words Actors, actors, or um, crisis uh, actors, or whatever. The, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was staged, again, and they just had them all rush. It was the CIA. Yes, <laughs> they caused chaos. They dressed up as fucking hoodlums and <laughs> went rowdy at a rap show. <laughs> because, because fuck us, they don't want us to have our concerts. They want us to keep us indoors. But I thought this was a satanic ritual. It might have been that too. With like, because dude. People are was, people are reaching, man. So like, part of his stage show. It was the Freemasons, man. Oh, it, it goes deep, the Freemasons. It gets deeper than that, dude. Like, like even to the point Bush of like his, his stage show. Um, so where he kind of walks out from on stage has like these really big arches, kind of like like uh, stacking circles, kind of like the Target logo. But each surface was able to lighten up and like as he's like coming out on stage like the big screen behind us says see you on the other side yeah. with flames oh and shit like, and like the portal starts like you know flashing lights and turning red and like getting all swirly like you're going into star wars hyperspace yeah. and then the dude comes out and he's like let's do it and it's like all the fire and everything with all the go 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 and like people are like hardcore going that was satan coming in from the portal of hell like they are going like hardcore with this shit like pulling up old drawings of like the portal yeah. to hell and like look at it look at it I mean, even so the show similar. flyers had like all sorts of masonic like symbols and shit and See, his album art and this well, that's is, just who he is that's yeah. what i was gonna say this is where i stand with it it's like you can use that imagery just to kind of give a little bit of weirdness you know it's like i think there was like some sort of mystery I mean, with all astro those, world like, anyway like that just seems to be the thing among like rappers and I've noticed just like growing up since with, the 60s <laughs> and yeah. just like like more of my black friends growing up is like and not to say that only black people listen to rap but fucking, good job Mikey you're getting yourself canceled I don't give a shit <laughs> you, there's no ill intent anyways but like, <laughs> they seem to be more like enthusiastic about the Illuminati and like diving into that mm -hmm. shit and like the man's keeping us down and then that dives into occult shit and mm -hmm. I don't know like Jay-Z would put that White on people a lot are of more his, about uh... like crystals and good vibes these days right. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's not any better. Like we're all fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's not any better. <laughs> no, Jay Z would put that on all his uh, a lot of his album art too. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I heard the same shit about that. Um, maybe like four, 
three, four years ago, that country music festival oh, they had yeah. in Los Angeles. Where the shooting was. Yeah. 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 And then and people there was were like saying all this it was shit a blood about- sacrifice and like the way the stage and these certain buildings were lined up, maybe like a pentagram or some uh-huh. shit. <laughs> God, the internet needs to be and destroyed. And then it was like uh, the, the actual shooter that got, you know, caught and everything. Like he didn't have the right ammunition in the room. Oh, yeah. And oh, like yeah. All that this became a whole shit. thing too. I remember that. Because there's probably multiple shooters. Yeah. Who knows, man? So the one I heard was that, uh, but Chester- why would you have all those people and just, I mean, no disrespect to those that died. But only eight? What? Come on. I feel like if you're making a blood sacrifice, you just bag some people, take them to the woods. Well, they knew we're the virgins. Oh, shit. You can find virgins. <laughs> you want some vir- I would like to assume the eight-year-old boy was. That's what I'm saying. Go to preschool, put some bag over a few kids' heads, take them out to the woods. Read a book and draw a pentagram or some shit. I don't know. Whatever you fucking people do. Yeah. Mikey's got this all figured out. Yeah. <laughs> Fast, at least. <laughs> you want some virgins? I can get you some virgins. Yeah, some virgins. <laughs> Shit, I'll get you some virgins by five o'clock. <laughs> Here they are now. <laughs> Fuck. No, can't. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. That ruins it all. <laughs> then you're back at square one. <laughs> one recent one I heard was that Chester Bennington and Chris Cornell aren't dead. That they were uh, capped by the CIA because they were gonna. Unveil the uh, pedophile yeah, ring. The pedophile link. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, you know, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> well, that's what I heard. The whole COVID shit was a couple years ago. That like COVID was just this mass conspiracy to keep people inside while they did major arrests on like celebrities and oh, high yeah. ranking officials. Tom Hanks oh, was like yeah. a fucking. I was like Tom Hanks was I mean, the first that was one around that the same that time. Epstein kind of that. Yeah. That's where everyone was drawing all those connections. And then if we think about it, I think Epstein went to that zoo back in 2012. I think Epstein Harambe. shot Harambe. <laughs> God damn, it's a good time for conspiracies. <laughs> Son of a bitch, couldn't live with himself. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we wound up not talking about this uh, last week, mainly because I was just talking on Kiss Cruise shit, but uh, y'all know what I did for Halloween. What y'all do for Halloween? I went to Scarewinds. No shit. Uh, it was a few that? days before, but I enjoyed it. It was fun. Have you been to Scarewinds yet? I haven't been to Carowinds yet, so this no is my shit. first time. You in, had uh, not been to Carowinds yet. This is my first time. I loved it. All right, awesome. Had to wait in line for an hour at the first roller coaster, but that's what happens when you go at 9 did o'clock at night. I did the scary ones, yeah. Damn, usually roller coasters are wide open because everyone's trying to do the haunted houses. Did you yeah. do the Intimidator? Uh, well, no, it wasn't the Intimidator. Oh. It was like the one with all the green lights and stuff on it. But you, but it was, was it, it Afterburn? Was, no, it used to be Top Gun. No, it was it was one of those ones where you're he like, I don't know what Top Gun is. No, uh, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck look was that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm Sorry. Like, you do know what Top Gun is, don't you, Cal? Like I'm supposed to know what these are. That's what I just Jesus. said, motherfucker. You, no. you can bust his balls all night and he's cool with it, but God forbid you assume he doesn't know something and he gives you the dirtiest fucking look. Jesus. I don't know where that came from either. Anyway. But uh, no, it was one of those where you're um, lifted uh, out of the seat, even though you're like strapped to the roller coaster and all that. You like your uh, like Top Gun. That sounds like Afterburn. I can't remember off the top. It was like uh, off the top of your. No, I can't remember. I can't the top remember. of your off the top of my head. The yeah. top of your gun. <sighs> Damn it! I didn't even see that one. <laughs> then I got on one where there was uh, where it kind of uh, swung like a pendulum. 
That was oh, the Viking shit? Oh, fuck that thing. That is my shit, I dude. Love that and then thing, it stops dude. like that. I, I love that. That's when I lose my shit. Is when it goes, and That's it why you take up. it out of your pockets and put it in a little baggie before you put it on the ride. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. Seriously, like I love roller coasters. You can, f- like, like Intimidator. You can take me up to the heavens, send me straight down to the pits of hell, and back up again. I'm fine. The moment I am stationary in the air is when I lose all control. So I'm you, just like you're uh, not seated. You're just kind of hanging a yes, little bit. <laughs> I don't like floating there just by those two little fucking straps and a little thing across my fucking lap. No, sirree. I'm tiny. I'm skinny. I can slip right out of this. I don't like it. <laughs> Fuck those rides. So, band trip to Carowinds, and uh, we put Alex on the pendulum. You will have hurt nuts by the time I get on that pendulum. I won't do. I'll eventually drop, get on, but it won't be without a few nut shots on the way in. <laughs> I will do everything in my power to not get on that fucking thing. Alex just kills everybody with the bumper cars. Afterwards. Yes, uh-huh. <laughs> I won't do drop zone unless they let me take my shoes off, which I don't know if that's allowed. But is that from Grandma K? Way. Is is that where I heard that? <laughs> where All right, shoes Grandma. Got All right, backstory, backstory. <laughs> Shit. Uh, one of our friends, Cody Ward. Um, his grandma, lover to death, was also one of those that like would hear any little rumor, and it was fact. You know, <laughs> she was like that age. We had all taken a trip to Carowinds, just as friends and family, and uh, Grandma Kay turns to Cody and all of us and goes, now you don't get on drop zone with your shoes on. Some little boy did that and got his feet decapitated. Yeah. <laughs> the feet were decapitated. They feet were. were decapitated. Okay. <laughs> decapitated. Yeah. For those not sure why we're laughing, that is of the head. Yeah. Not of the feet. <laughs> if you if you uh, your feet get chopped off, your feet just get chopped off. Yeah. That's not a decapitation I mean, you of the feet. You know what she meant. <laughs> I'm not trying to have my feet decapitated. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, is I actually looked that up because there was I was going through like this big like urban legends kick on YouTube. So I actually looked up. They I call like, him Johnny Stubfoot. <laughs> <laughs> I looked it up, and uh, it wasn't at Carowinds, but that's a rumor had started at that at Disney World. They had a version of Drop Zone there, and they claimed that when it was up at the very tip top, the kid was swinging its feet so much. That the lace got trapped up underneath. So then when it dropped, it basically yanked her fucking legs off. Her whole Ooh. leg? It was all a myth. Oh. That's where it say. came from. Mm-hmm. But that was an urban legend that happened like sometime in the mid-90s at Disney World or Disneyland. And that's where she wound up pulling that from. Like we were talking about earlier, uh, the whole um, McDonald's burning the old lady with the coffee thing. Like everyone, you know, kind of laughs at that. When you actually look at the details, the coffee was too hot, and like oh my, it was like, and it was like it was melting the fucking plastic cup, and like it legit gave her uh, multiple degree burns because she couldn't get out of the car. And all this other shit. So, like, everyone going, oh, well, that's why, you know, stupid companies just have to put on their caution, hot. It's like, no, it's because they were, like, boiling that shit, handed it off to her, and it fucking spilled in her lap. And it was, like, way fucking hotter than it should have been. It wasn't just, oh, I spilt my hot coffee on me, give me money. It was way worse than that shit. But then on the flip side, we do not have feet decapitations on drop zone. (laughs) All right, well, maybe. What'd you wind up doing for Halloween? 
Uh, well, let's see. I played a house show on the 30th. That was a lot of fun. Nice. So, New metal band. Yeah, it was our, I guess our first show, but it was just a private party. Yeah. Um, and then Halloween, I just hung out with Courtney and my puppies and watched Netflix and hid from trick-or-treaters. <laughs> there you Let's go. turn the light off. You don't have to hide from them. Well, we did. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> some dumbass kid still rang the doorbell and, like, put his face up to the glass. It's like, bitch, like, the light's off. Yeah. <laughs> That's the universal sign of go the fuck away. Go the fuck away unless you want a razor blade. <laughs> <laughs> Got two dogs now. Yeah, yeah. But Halloween was cool. Uh, my cousin got bit by a gay guy, so you know. What? what? Yeah, so. Did we'll he see. turn gay? <laughs> Just kidding. That's not how it works, Cap. <laughs> that was the That's joke. not what I read. What? Yeah. That was the story? He just got bit by a gay guy? Yeah, so, you, yeah, we'll see. Well, I mean, like, what provoked the incident, though? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> but we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> trying to be Norm MacDonald or some <laughs> shit? Like, giving anti-jokes? <laughs> no, he just got bit. He just bit Friend by of mine guy. got bit by a gay man. I guess we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fucking Norm Macdonald joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. oh, that's good. Uh, Was there anything else crazy that's happened with this yeah. last couple weeks? We had I, uh, I got diagnosed with a PLPS. Um, don't worry, I'm doing fine. But Courtney's been taking it pretty hard. So, what is PLPS? Pretty large penis syndrome. <laughs> I was like, where is it? <laughs> and she is taking it very well. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I guess it's time for us to dig on into our Spotify playlist and figure out what the hell we've been listening to. What you listening to, son? I don't think you like it. Well, why not? I like this new generation of music. <laughs> where did you record this? I bought it at the mall. What that person on your tape has is a medical disorder. All right, Captain, what the hell have you been listening to? All the goddamn Kiss solo albums. Ooh. Stay tuned for those uh, episodes on No Time to Turn. But, yeah, uh, coming up here soon. Uh, if not out by this episode, I'm trying to do the mental math in my head of when all that comes out. This is either coming out right before or right after, so yeah. And uh, in particular, I think the one I've been revisiting the most has been the uh, Gene Simmons record. Mm-hmm. There's some good shit on there. I did a lot of like research on that. that we'll probably dive into on our actual episode. And uh, there's, I don't. It's not. It's very weird, but I don't hate it as much. I don't dislike it as much as I used to. That's good. It's grown on me a little bit. The uh, Peter Chris one, on the other hand, we'll get to it on the uh, the episode. <laughs> there's a lot of stinkers. We'll have on to the, get there. There's a lot of stinkers on that album. <laughs> All right, Mikey, what the hell have you been listening to? Uh, Bruno Mars. Nice. Bruno Mars! Bruno Does Mars. Bruno Mars is uh, gay? Go ahead. What? Does Bruno <laughs> Mars is gay? Does Bruno Mars is gay? <laughs> Does Bruno Mars <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it's a Game Grumps thing. Oh. Does they Bruno, were doing like those Google autofill games, oh, and one okay. of them was... Does Bruno Mars is gay? <laughs> <laughs> yes? Uh, maybe? <laughs> Does he? <laughs> is? Uh, but he put out a new song called uh, Smoking Out the Window. And the chorus is like super catchy. It's like, this bitch got me paying the rent, buying the shoes. And like all this shit. And okay. then talking about how he's got a, 
essentially like smoke a cigarette out the window because he's not allowed to smoke inside because he's with like Cappy's not allowed to drink yeah. inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I make my own but rules. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. It's like a real good like revival of kind of soul r&b funk kind of i can get with that it's really cool so i'm not a big bruno mars fan but like the stuff that i know i don't i, I like you know it's like gorilla's a good song yeah that song's awesome gorilla mm-hmm. he's got a good voice man he's probably done my second favorite super bowl halftime show was bruno he, mars he's kind of he kind of does everything on his own all on his own on his records doesn't he uh no um lately he's been doing like just compilations with other big uh, R&B people that I don't know but I'm starting to kind of dive down that rabbit hole nice it's the way he just <laughs> it's like a 15 year old girl uh-huh. and for me um, it's getting a little cooler out so I've been kind of digging back into my 80s new wave shit and like fell in love with it last year around this time and I've fucking fallen back into it again that new network record or the network record that came out last year is so fucking good I've, I've been revisiting it again and stuff like you know um digital black and um threat level midnight i mean there's just so many fucking good songs on that record that yeah that's why i've been getting back into it again especially after hearing nothing but kiss 24 hours a day mm-hmm. for like six five days straight <laughs> i've been getting back into green day a little bit i put on nimrod not too long ago and uh kind of need to get back into the network record some since I'm on that kick anyway. And like I said last week, that new single they put out, Holy Toledo. I finally listened to that the other day. It's pretty good. Cool as shit. The fan base is going to hate it, but I fucking love it. It sounds like something that came off those uh, Uno Dos Trey records mm-hmm. or off uh, Long Shot. Yep. So that's why I dig it. Well, cool deal, guys. Well, uh, voting for Best in the Nest has already wrapped up earlier this month. We don't know what we're if we won yet but the votes are being tallied as we speak we should find out sometime early december see if folks actually did a little something for us see if we actually got up in the rankings i'm gonna be curious be cool if they did what Mm -hmm. do we get if we're number one bragging rights oh that's fucking indie (laughs) rock band in charlotte north carolina baby sweet Give for us 2021 some money. at least yeah give us money fucking queen city nerd everybody everybody <laughs> everybody so you can go fillins.com slash store where you can get all the good shit and actually hop on there now and pick up some designs that you've not grabbed yet because have a film by 2022 there's going to be a major overhaul in the online store with merchandise and designs and everything else so if folks want to grab some of these last little bit of designs through november and december i would act now by 30 of them bitches by mm-hmm. 30 give them away to your friends and family they make great christmas presents along with the it is that time of year yes along with that beautiful 12 inch random color vinyl we got called never heard of them we're still pushing that shit buy it do it <laughs> Do it. Put it in your giant CD player. Remember to get Terror Time up to 100,000 likes. Yes. Views, listens on Spotify, and Cap will. And. And. Definitely or, will. And or eat your ass or suck your dick. My choice. Or and suck your dick. <laughs> At the same time. That's- and of course, thank you very much, Mikey, for try. being here and giving us some yes. laughs. We got to do it a little bit more often than we've been doing this crap. Mm-hmm. And Cap, do you have an outro for us? The CIA made the coffee that fucking hot and the trash man don't come on Sunday to kill fucking Chris Cornell
you for listening. Please insert another coin by supporting the show for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash somethinggoodnetwork.